After a long day, make sure you sit back, relax, and get your suggested intake of randomness. Ohio, konnichiwa and konbanwa. My name is Jonathan, and I'm coming at you from Kirikyushu, Japan. And this is part one of my adventures in Japan. I'm here for the next five months studying Japanese language and culture as an exchange program with my college back in the United States. And I have decided to take you all along on the journey with me. So sit back and let's get to know this amazing country together. So let's start with a little bit of background. Japan is an island country made up primarily of five main islands Hokkaido, Honshu, Shikoku, Kyushu, and Okinawa. Now, many of you can picture Japan and may even know where places like Tokyo are, but I am nowhere near any of those major cities. So let's back up just a little bit, shall we? Out of all of the islands, Honshu is by far the largest and most populated. Having big cities such as Kyoto, Osaka, and Tokyo, it is home to the majority of the major cities in Japan. Now, many people seem to think that Japan tends to be one large homologous group of people, and you wouldn't be far from the truth. As of 2018, foreign ethnicities made up less than 2% of all people in Japan. 2%! That means that 98% of Japan is populated by native Japanese citizens. However, even in a country that is smaller than the state of Montana, there are tons of different cultures and subcultures that I hope to explore during my adventures here. However, even with this large gap in ethnicities, even now there is a large push for a more global view on who should be living in Japan. The cities, the major cities, are becoming more and more diverse. People are becoming more and more open minded to going abroad, studying abroad, and bringing back other portions of other cultures here to Japan. Now, a large part as to why the ethnic gap is so large in Japan is due to their history of isolationism in this country, which means that they were just so far removed from the rest of the world and for centuries. The only two countries that could even reach them or even think about reaching them was China and Korea, and that really shaped the culture and extended the traditional culture in Japan to a point where their traditional culture stuck with this country so much more than it did in any other country in the world, pretty much, besides third world countries. But since the world's wars have happened, now they are. Embracing a much larger globalized view on the world, and they're really bringing in a lot of Western influences. But one thing that they're doing is they're not erasing their original tradition, they're not erasing their original culture, they're just adding on to it and they're mixing it with a new technology, new ideas from Western cultures, from other countries, and it's created a very, very unique culture within this country, unlike any that's seen in almost any other country in the world. The only ones that come close to it are places such as China and Korea and other Asian countries, 
but Japan, because of how long it was so isolated from the rest of the world, it's just such a big difference. Especially in recent history, there's been a large amount of international competition that has taken place in the country of Japan. The FIFA World Cup a few years back. This year, it's the World uh, World Cup for Rugby. Uh, next year, they're having Tokyo 2020. All of these competitions bring a large amount of media attention, a large amount of international attention to whatever country they visit. And for the past decade... Japan has been one of the epicenter countries of all of these international competitions. This year, their rugby team, although now out of it, has been such a come-from-behind dark horse. They have won, they won into such later rounds in the World Cup that they were expecting. They were not a, No one expected them to win that much. So along with having all of their competitions, all these competitions in Japan, their teams are actually placing well in times that no one expected them to. So Japan is really, really showing that they are trying to globalize more so than usual, even if that's not what they're saying, that's what a lot of people are taking it as. And when I say globalize, I don't mean to be more connected with the rest of the world. They're incredibly well connected. They're still seen as a technological powerhouse amongst any country in the world today and an amazing modern city. But when I say globalize, what I mean is that they're really trying to push and they understand that right now they're entire culture, their entire country, is in a slight downfall due to the fact that there is no really no diversity, there's really no mingling within different races in Japan. Um, in fact, an even bigger problem right now is they have the generation difference is so huge. Um, the current generation, millennials, Gen Y, Gen X, all that, they're, they're not having as many kids, and so what's happening is that they have basically an upside-down triangle when it comes to their age brackets, where they have so many older generation and not as many in the younger generation, so jobs are becoming harder and harder and harder especially those jobs that are necessary, such as farming. Um, farming in Japan, so many of the younger generation just don't want to do it. They're all moving to Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka. They're moving there in droves, and they're just ignoring all of these things that they just don't want to do. I mean, it's our generations were not really drawn to old-school, old-style farming, um, the dirty work that goes out into it. A lot of our generation just isn't into that kind of work, which is understandable, but somebody has to do it, and right now, it's the older generation, and eventually the older generation is going to go away, and then someone's going to have to do it. 
yes, there are some of our generation that are willing to go do it and actually enjoy doing it, but it's such a minute amount of people that are willing to do it that eventually someone's going to have to go out there and do it whether they want to or not. We'll have to save the rest of that for another time. Thanks for joining me for part one of my adventures in Japan. Stay tuned for part number two, and who knows, maybe we'll have some more random adventures in between. This has been your suggested intake of randomness, and we'll see you again in the future.